Hello and welcome to Lax Podcast, where your hosts Finn, Emmanuel, and Paul talk about anything and everything for 20 minutes a week. Enjoy the show. Hello. Hola. <laughs> Hello. Um, yeah, today we'll talk about art and um you might see we have a specific question what is the purpose of art and um i don't know how we came upon this question um why we want to ask it um but it's generally assumed that art is important especially now in the coronavirus situation where like culture is shut down yeah no one is um, complaining that they can't go to museums um so we wanted just to have a little conversation about why art is so important and generally what is what is it for? Yeah, what is the purpose of art? And um, uh, for that, we have a guest, <laughs> one of our friends. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Or? Yes, hello everybody. My name is Tanya. I'm an S7 ENA, and I am very interested to see what this conversation will be about. Great, let's get straight into it. <laughs> let's start. So okay. I have a theory, and I want to introduce, uh, introduce it. So I think that I thought about it by when coming into this podcast room that everything has the potential to be art. So, I mean, Paul hmm. could be art, Finn could be art, um, Tanya could be art, I could be art, or this table could be You're art. definitely art, Emmanuel. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, uh, it just depends upon our vision of what art is and the purpose that we um, see in it. Yeah, true. Like, I think that's the same thing with, with music. You can say the same thing for music. Yeah. You can just, what you call music, is gonna be music. music in the end. It's just from what you Guys, your this, perception of this it podcast is. is music. I liked <laughs> Finn's uh, idea of perception. I think it really comes down to the viewer, or in that case, the listener. Yeah. So you know, what do you find as a rhythmic sense? You know, where is it? Is it just a rhythm? Is it more? Um, but we are not going to talk about music. We're going to talk <laughs> about arts. I mean, and you could include well, yeah, I mean, art, art is a is art is a form of. I mean, uh, music a is a form of art. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. in that sense, so what right. isn't art? Let's start with this. So um, we just said that everything has the potential to be art, and maybe we want to introduce a quick example of uh, wait what <laughs> he was called Duchamp, yeah. and um, what he made one of his most famous artworks. I mean Duchamp is kind of famous. Um, he he bought uh, a urinoir. Is it the way you say it? I yeah, think? like a toilet. Yeah, a toilet basically <laughs> much. for man, and. Um, what he did is that he wrote his name upon it, and that was it. And it's called The Fountain. It's one of the most famous artworks in the history of art. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, what is kind of strange <laughs> with this is that it's just a randomly bought um, pissoir, uh, wait, urinoir, like this toilet. And um, today we perceive it as one of the greatest artworks in history. That, that's weird. So why? Why? I mean, is it true? Could you just write a name of a famous artist upon these uh, part of um, earphones. earphones and then, and then this would be art yeah I, uh, th that's a question about the, the intention maybe I think yeah for me I mean the definition of art and I wanted to know if you guys are okay with that and also for me that was the purpose so for me that is all what it comes down to is just expression so for me uh, the difference between an object and a piece of art 
is what do you want to express through that object? Oh, so okay. do you want to express or evoke a certain emotion, a feeling, or do you want to make the viewer um, or with music, the listener, want to think about something um, through lyrics or through writing, through um, creating a sculpture, etc., um, about a topic that is dear to you that you think should be thought of? Yeah, mm -hmm. so th this is simple. Like we we had a paper where we asked uh, people uh, what uh, what they thought the purpose of art was, and this is what someone wrote: um, "It's the medium to materiali materialize your vague ideas, um, and something else to communicate something." So that's pretty much what you're saying, right? So to express a, th a certain yeah. emotion, feeling. So in the uh, case of Duchamp, well, Paul, yeah, in, in the case of Duchamp, it's just an expression, therefore it's art. Yeah. But um, I'm not um, satisfied with this definition, no. to be <laughs> um, frank. Was uh, uh, Duchamp famous? Yes, Duchamp's kind of famous. Okay, so maybe it's because of that. Yes, that's another point. It's interesting, but I want to come back to this art <laughs> is equal to expression um, definition. Because if we look around us, then everything is expression. I mean, everything can be interpreted as expression. Our language can be interpreted as expression. I mean, is expression, no? Isn't it? But it's a um, certain person expressing something, so that's where the difference comes in. Um, if I'm producing a chair for somebody to sit on, there's nothing I intend to express with that chair. It's just an object um, that can be used for a certain purpose. Whereas if I would give that chair to say, um, I don't know, people die through the electric chair or something, and that's a symbolic that it, you know, whatever. If there's a certain meaning behind mm. me exposing that chair, if there's a story behind it, if I've thought about something, and I think that's where the interesting thing comes in when there's abstract art or art that is not, that doesn't really, that isn't really defined, that doesn't really have a purpose as such, but the purpose is up to the viewer themselves. Um, mm. that's where it gets interesting because is that still art? Is that something where somebody actually thought about something? Is that something where like somebody just created edge. something and let the viewer think of something? So you, Paul, you say that language isn't art because it's not expressed through a medium, through an object or... Um, it I can mean, be to art, but I don't think it is. The definition of uh, our interesting. <laughs> listener who said this, that art is... Ah. Wait, can you please repeat it, Finn? Uh, yeah, um, uh, art as the medium to materialize your vague ideas and brain children. Yeah, that needs to go through a medium. I love, I love the idea of brain children. Brain children, yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, and to communicate something. Can I just quickly chip in? Because I think Tanya's idea of artists and arts coming after the artist, um, art, really interesting, is the price at which it is sold. So... Um, a lot of stuff, and I call it stuff because those are objects that we could buy for you know, mm -hmm. a reasonable amount of money in order oh, yeah. to use them or so on, are being sold at crazy money um, <laughs> because there's some famous artist that created them and it's more like the hype culture behind it and behind the artist than the actual art. You know, it's just to say, Maybe I don't even like, I mean, uh, Picasso is not really the best example because some say he has skill when he paints his paintings, but a lot of people would buy, for example, Picasso to say, you know, uh, I, I have that painting without even thinking about what does it mean, how is it painted, it's just like the name behind it. Hmm. Um, and the same goes for, I think, the one, one artist that worked for Louis Vuitton or something who was, you know, valued at millions and his artworks as well, and a lot of people just called him ugly. 
um, you know, so there's a question as well. So yeah. I think it's totally justified. Yeah, so um, that that's also where this notion comes in of what uh, differentiates a good piece of art from a bad piece of art. Because with every Picasso, you have uh, billions of amateur paintings that people do not consider as something that can be sold for sold mm. for millions of euros or whatever. So what what is <laughs> what what makes that so special? I don't know. Like for me for me personally, I think there there are two things. Like on the bottom line, um a piece of art should um should be able to to catch to to, to catch your attention to not be boring. So <laughs> to not be boring. So it should um kinda, you know, there should be something interesting and whatever and then on the on the top side maybe that it has a potential to to evoke some kind of change within you yeah. and that's Did that's really like i think that is important <laughs> when that you mentioned this because um well l let's just retake the example of duchamp um <laughs> randomly signing a toilet um i think why it was so unconventional why people consider this as art is that it was provocative and that it was something new, that it was a change. Mm. Um, maybe today, if people would, if, if an artist would just write his name on a toilet, it wouldn't be considered as art because it's nothing new. Because well, somebody did already, yeah. yeah. Uh, something else which I found really interesting, just staying with Duchamp, um, is that you can interpret so much into it. I'm just thinking, I haven't even seen it, I haven't even approached that art, I haven't even you know, researched about it. Um, but if I would just see it in, a, in an empty museum without any context, I would already, my brain would start to think, okay, yeah. what did he want to express with this? Isn't it like human nature to go to the toilet? You know, it's like base instincts that he wants to share with us and how it's so interesting that uh, Pissoir, for example, is like, uh, <laughs> something you, you, you don't think about but something you use every day or something that is so um, so so close to the human nature of just having to go to a for example that could be one way of interpreting it and I think that's already where the change comes in so I love the idea of that it evokes change in you because it lets you already look things from a different perspective just because somebody called it art. So maybe you wouldn't think about it if you mm -hmm. just see it on the street, but because somebody said, oh, this is art and you you paid to get into a museum, I think that's where you kind of enter or, or you approach an object with a different mindset. So Tanya, if you go into a museum and then you would see something extremely strange that, or let's just imagine that there's a banana on the wall. <laughs> um, wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> would you? think that I mean would you consider this to be art or would you just think uh, that like a random um, visitor left his banana there okay if it was pinned onto the wall or if it was a painting of a banana on the wall well that's not important it's just okay. just a banana um, I think well oh well I mean this, it makes a difference let's say it is pinned on the wall okay ah, okay like that yeah I think that um, well, if there wasn't anything special about it, I'd think that it was probably just a visitor who, did, who put that on the wall. So it would make no difference if the banana was pinned on the wall and if just um, a banana would be, let's say, on a desk of... Essentially. Some. Yeah. Hmm. In fact, the same thing happened. <laughs> it was an Italian oh. artist, uh, Maurizio um, Catalan, and I don't think I... 
I hope I pronounced that right. Um, and he titled it The Comedian. So in fact, uh, it's at um, Miami's Art Basel, um, or Basel, um, and it's it was sold for 120,000. It's basically just a banana that's duct taped to a wall. So that, there was a huge discussion about... Um, <laughs> Understandably. Yeah, how how <laughs> how is the price determined for a piece of art? How is a piece of art determined, and how much influence does it make? So for me personally, I think the publicity of it, in that sense, uh, created the value of the artwork because so many people were disrupted by it. So many people were like, "Wow, this is something we've never seen before. It's so crazy. It's so abstract. Everybody was talking about it, and if everybody's talking about it." Um, there's this hype or there's this popularity which I talked to you before where to say you know everybody wants it so there's value created in it so do you think um, maybe um, what makes out a great piece of art is that it's really something completely new that it has been newly created and not recreated yeah, from I mean, something else maybe to just recap what we said in this entire podcast <laughs> um, I started with the affirmation that everything has the potential to be art and then Paul said well more or less not explicitly but implicitly, implicitly he said um, no art needs to express something it's, it can't be just a window um, a normal window because this has no expression. Um, then Finn said that um, art isn't just something which is expressed. Art needs to express something um, new, something provocative, yeah, that's something I don't know. Um, unconventional. <laughs> and uh, so at, at art isn't level. just language because we always use it, but art is something which is new. It's like a banana taped on the wall. At, at the um, top level, right? Because wh what, I, uh, what I'm meaning, like, if I just go here and do the same thing than this Italian artist... That was already done. It's, it, it was already done, but you could still take it as art, but it's not going to be a top-selling yeah. masterpiece. I think what also depends is the, um, the place where it's found. So if that banana was um, at a classical museum, it wouldn't get the same attraction than at a contemporary museum. Yeah. So it really depends on the audience and their perception and how ready they are to see something like that. So maybe you have a different perspective. You, you think that everything, well, that's another hypothesis, that everything is art um, that we call art. So If you see art in it. No, not even if we see art in it, but um, if we call a painting art mm -hmm. in a museum, yeah. then it is art, then we perceive it as art. If this uh, headphone is in a museum and there's a name under it which says headphone made by Keith Haring um, and then there's a date and it's, there's a price, um, yeah. would we perceive it as art just because it is uh, named art? Maybe it would be recognized as art, but then uh, not everybody would see it as art. So they would, you know, yes, officially it's a piece of art, but... Um, it's not, you don't see it as art, you don't see anything artistic or creative in it. It's a piece of, you know, whatever, furniture mm. or... But maybe people get just fooled. They think that they are stupid, that they cannot see the do essence you, do of Do you it. think there is something as official art? Because no. you just mentioned it yeah. may be officially art. It's official art. Is? I mean, <laughs> yeah. well, what do you guys think? 
Well, by official art, I was thinking, uh, you know, something like Van Gogh, right? Mm -hmm. Van Gogh is official art. Mm -hmm. yeah. But then not all contemporary artists get recognized as but Doesn't art. the yeah. viewer make yeah. the art? So isn't it just art if I see it as art or if somebody sees it as art? I think you do. I think you're the one who decides if something is art and if something isn't art. And if somebody decides it's art and I don't, so there's this conflict of art. <laughs> yeah, yeah my, I mean, it's th there's this... There's first of all, there's the creator of the, the whatever he does. So he ha if he sees it as art, then it's okay. He already sees it as art. And then, then the, observer, has, yeah. the observer has to see as well. Hmm, do I see a sense of is this something um, something new to me? Is this something interesting? And then he can see it as art as well, or he might not. Um, yeah, it's about where this intention comes in again. So do you see or no? Does a piece of art have uh, only the intention of the of the, the the creator in it, or is it really? I mean, it's both it, because then afterwards everyone has sees something singular in it itself, and not only the. Uh, I'm talking around something weird here. <laughs> mm. No, I, I feel what you mean because Van Gogh. You mentioned Van Gogh as an example. When he paints his paintings, he paints them as art. And it's funny as well because there's different types of art, art that is intended to be art, but that banana, yeah. for example, never grew to be art. It grew to be just a bloody banana. And some other person decided that this banana is now art. Um, and the some sort of creation that was in it was, I think, an idea more than anything. And that idea was, wow, if I plug it on the wall with duct tape, um, it's going to be something extraordinary and you know and <laughs> can i test this concept because i think for him you know it was the idea of uh, can i do something so crazy so out of the ordinary and people s will still follow this trend will still see it as art and will still pay a, a high price for it so um, can i ask <laughs> you something an interesting uh, question i had did art ever inspire you to do something or change something about your life and I, I say inspire not just your action but also your feelings yes. <laughs> any, okay. any of you um, well yeah when I look at real, realist paintings um, I really well you know especially of interiors or nature I, I really like the simplicity and so yeah it reminds me that you know living simply still has its beauty and its art so yeah, it influenced me that way. Check yeah. out our episode on digital minimalism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, for me, uh, I, I when you say this, Tanya, I, I think of this um, equation. I don't know who, who put it. Uh, but it was that art is nature minus X. And X should be as small as possible. So that art, with art, we want to reproduce um, the nature. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's another attempt to de define <laughs> art. Yeah, but it would be maybe go, but definitely too far. a lot of it. No, to Paul, define you art. said that art <laughs> needs. Uh, please say no if if I misunderstood you. But you said that no. art needs to have a. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, we'll stop that here. Okay, that's, uh, that was the episode. <laughs> we'll wrap it up. No, uh, uh, you said ahead. that art um, needs to have a creation process. That it's not just a banana. When it's banana, it's not art. But if there's a tape and we combine the two into something new um, then it has become art so do you think that we need this creation process 
I think for every piece of art, thinking about it, we do. And I'm open to anyone who disagrees with this, but if we just go into nature and there's a piece of wood which is nicely shaped, we don't see it as art, but as soon as we put it in a white room and put a little sticker on it that says, I don't know, the dancer, um, we make it a piece of art that people come and say, wow, you know, like, the, even if we, even if it's the, even if let's say nobody ever interfered with this piece of wood and we just picked it up alone, the process of picking it up and putting it into an environment um, where it becomes a piece of art. I think that is the creation process that yeah. I talked about. And the creation process can sometimes just be a thought to say this chair, it exists. This chair, as I said, was not created as a piece of art, but now my thought will make it a piece of art. Yeah. And I'm going to present it to people so as a piece of a art. creation process. I think the, the interesting thing is that Duchamp wanted to question this assumption that art needs a creation process. Um, I mean, that art needs a creation process, it's an ancient idea. People, um, they didn't just pick up a stone and say it's art. They wanted to make a painting or something. So there needed to be a creation process. But nowadays and Duchamp, people pick up a stone, but just by picking up a stone, they already create art. So even if you leave it the same yeah, stone. Well, I think that's... Mm, you know what Duchamp did? He just bought something. He mm -hmm. bought the piece of art. He didn't, even make, he didn't yeah. even make it. Like, yeah. not actually, and then he put it in the museum. There was no creation process whatsoever mm -hmm. behind it. But putting it. it into the museum, for that, me, there's yeah, not a creation, but, but you're creating that piece of art and calling it art. And creation, I don't mean... And I know creation can be diffusing, and I might not use the term creation in the right sense here, but... Um, no, but I, I, I get what you mean. Because God made yeah. everything. It's all created. <laughs> it's all art. <laughs> no, no, but, but some, e something e needs to happen for there to be yeah. art. Even the uh -huh. chair, like in the beginning, the first freaking chair, that, that was a piece of art. But yeah. nowadays it's just, okay. oh, I'm going to recreate this chair, like this chair right there. That, mm -hmm. that has been recreated thousands of times. No one's going to see So that. maybe this podcast comes to an end and we aren't <laughs> more intelligent than we were before. Art I think can we, be I everything think we are. and that's it. <laughs> I think we are. I think there's a lot of points. For example, uh, Finn's idea of Honestly, change, that that art evokes change, idea. or the viewer's mm. ideas, <laughs> um, that Finn was kindly enough to, to read out loud. Um, personally, changed something in me because it's it's true. Uh, you you think about it, and even if it's just the slightest thought that's indifferent, or just that it makes you think from not thinking about it. Uh, that's already a change. Okay. So I think. Should we, everyone at the end, say what um, what art evokes in ourselves? So for oh, yeah. me, art inspires me myself to get creative and produce art myself. Um, for me, art provokes me. It um, makes me think and feel different, and that's all about it. Okay. Well, I get a lot of inspiration from art. Um, it uh, shows me. You know all the different ways things that things could go, things could run, and uh, yeah, it, it it gives me a different perspective on life, different from the one I usually have. Yeah, I, I agree with all <laughs> of you honestly. Uh, there's one more thing that I think that, and that comes back to my expression from the beginning. I think it's interesting when I look at a piece of art, and when I look at a piece of art, what the artist wanted to express through this and then especially also if you learn about the artists themselves often and the actual story behind this uh, piece of art being created um, you learn so much of how creating that piece of art may have had a mm. therapeutic effect on the artist themselves how they you know even works of literature that can be 
called a piece of art, um, how people have written about their lives, um, uh, trying to get through it, have painted in different colors to try and express their feelings and, and to deal with them in a certain, um, you know, during the war, after the war, in pieces of prosper and times of prosperity and so on. So it's, it's really interesting. I think that's where... Um, Everybody should be open-minded um, yeah. and think what does it mean to them, but also what did it mean to the creator and what was the intention behind it. Mm. Yeah, cool. Honestly, we can we could even do a second episode in art. Like we could keep on talking. Yeah. <laughs> That's our own topic that we discussed here at Lex Podcast from the f uh, 2nd of March. This podcast will be just about art. art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Lex Art Podcast. We're going to make like a subdivision. Um, <laughs> What would we like to ask our listeners this week? Um, yeah, I mean, we all went through a difficult period right now, Corona, um, and the culture uh, sector was locked down, well, for most parts of the world. Um, maybe we started to see arts in a different way. And yeah, that's our question for you today. How did the pandemic influence your perception yeah. and for of those art? And how do you see... Um, well, what is the purpose of art according to you? Yeah, and for those who don't know, who listened to this in like 30 years, Corona was like a pan pandemic that hit the planet in, you know, the it 20s. It, it won't be forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Um, thanks for all of you. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you, Tanya. Thanks, thanks for yeah. listening. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Emu. Thank you, Finn. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Thank cool. you, Tanya. Yes. Yeah. Then see you next time, guys. Ahoy. Bye bye. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. To get involved, suggest topics, or answer this week's question, check out our Instagram page at Lax Podcast. Also make sure to subscribe to us on Spotify and all other podcast channels. See you next week. <laughs>